0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the third edition of the Flow Track podcast. Coming to you from inside a booth here in Flow Track headquarters. I'm Kevin Sully. Joining me today is Lincoln Shrike. Hey, some would say an uncomfortably small booth. It's
1: pretty tight in here, but you know, I guess we'll make it. We'll make it work today. I'll have to just deal. You'll have to
0: just deal with me sitting uncomfortably close to you. Each episode, the booth is smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah, it does seem like that until somebody is on another person's lap. <laughs> But you don't tune in to this show for for the aesthetics. You don't. Okay. You cool. want to hear the analysis. Yeah. You okay, want to hear great. the the discussion here. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about the U.S. Marathon Trials because yeah. there there's already some predictions out there. We're also going to try to figure out if Mondo breaks the world record while we're recording. It's very possible. That's TBD, not the record. I mean, that's gonna happen. That's inevitable at this point. But whether it happens while we're recording or after Mm -hmm. is the only thing (laughs) that is still up in the air. Talk about Sam Worley's injury as well. Yeah, yeah, and maybe talk a little bit about the the RAK half, which is Thursday night, which it seems like the half marathon record for the women is gonna be broken at that point. With Bridget Cosguy in it, you have to assume it's a fast course. Yeah. Let's start first, though, yep. with these picks. Podium Runner put together an expert panel. Lincoln was not involved, so yeah, I don't so, know how much of an expert panel exactly. it can claim to be. Yeah. Um, but they got a lot of people together, a lot of smart people, a lot of people who follow the sport. And they gave their predictions and picks. So we're going to kind of analyze that, dive in there. Uh, Lincoln, what what criteria did they use? How many points were assigned? How did this, how did this all work? Yeah, I know. I'm currently looking the criteria
1: up i think it's at the top of the page top of the page okay scroll down there here we go Mm -hmm. panelists were asked yeah so they picked their top five obviously first to fifth then assigned five points for a first place boat descending all the way to fifth for one um basically you can read about the criteria later but the point is jared ward by a slim seven point margin over leonard career excuse me Got 148 points Mm -hmm. to Leonard Careers, 141. Galen Rupp, third. Now, they're saying this was before he ran the half marathon, but I do not care. Galen Rupp, (laughs) third with 130 points, 18 behind Jared Ward, 11 behind Leonard Career, who has run one career marathon. Mm -hmm. And any time he's raced Galen Rupp, I mean, maybe Career beat him once. Right. But, I mean, come on now. Come on now. Even they're doing this before... Supposedly, before Rupp ran mm-hmm. in the Mesa Half Marathon, the Sprouts Mesa Half Marathon, this is absurd. And uh, equally absurd as absurd is the fact that the the points just completely drop off after Rupp. So Rupp has one
0: thirty, and then in fourth place, Scott Fobel sixty six. That's almost that's well, like if a he's getting a, if he's getting a bunch of fourth place votes, that that makes sense. Those are the three that you would have, though, right? I mean, that that can I would, be track. but I, I think w- I think I think Career is the guy that's the is by far
1: the most questionable. He ran two oh seven, and he got beat by a number of guys. We know Rupp ran two oh six in a fast race, and that was a couple years ago. I mean, right. Career, yes, he ran two oh seven, but I think you get Ward and you get Fobble on a fast course. Now they can run two oh seven too. I have no, there's no. He's going to be a good ma- marathoner. Of course, he already is a good marathoner, Leonard Career. Mm-hmm. But he's inexperienced, right. and, and I, 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 and let's remember, this course is not fast. Yeah, it's loops. It's hilly. It's 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 not it's going to be I would imagine a race above 210. It's a grinder's type of a race. It suits Ward, so in that respect I get having him up top, but it, you have to have Galen Rupp up top even even without even without him running the the 6119 which again they have an asterisk saying that they didn't put him up there. You have to have Galen Rupp, the Olympic bronze medalist, the 206 guy. You have to have him up top. I think
0: you're yeah I think maybe the field was underestimating the impact of the Sprouts Mesa half marathon and what that would do to his, his chances. I like Ward in there. I think he's the surest thing because mm-hmm. we just know what he's going to deliver. I, once Rupp ran the half marathon, then he became a pretty sure thing because that's yeah. a solid half marathon. He right. looks healthy. He's fine. Uh, and then it just comes down to, yes, that final spot. Career, though, I think he has the greatest variation of what he could do. He could, he could win the thing. Potentially. Uh, or he could not finish in the top. Sure. Three. He could win. He's not going to, though. But he has, there's very few people who actually have the potential to win, and he would be one of them, I believe.
1: If, if if it's not Galen
0: Rupp or Jared Ward, I will be stunned.
1: Actually, no, I'll just say it. If it's not Galen Rupp, I'm going to be stunned.
0: Well, yeah, but you have the benefit of the Sprouts Mesa half marathon or I mean, I understand that
1: I'm gifted with an incredible ana- analytical ability, but I'm just saying, if it's not Galen Rupp, I'm going to be stunned. I think I just. Do we forget what he's done on the track? Do we uh, forget yeah. what he did to the trials? He literally, it was his debut marathon, it was like 80 degrees, and he just toyed with the field. I understand he hasn't been healthy. That was four years ago. He hasn't... Huh? That was four years ago. Right, it was four years ago. And let's not, it like, you know,
0: Things imagine change. imagine
1: if he had the calf strain during Chicago, but yet he just finished the race. Now, I don't know if he could have,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I mean, maybe if it was the trials, I assume he would have been able to, to go the next three miles. I think it was precautionary. And then people's opinions would be that much different. I just can't believe so many people are hinging that much on, on Galen Rupp's health.
0: Well, now, again, you have the benefit of the, 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 the tune-up race. If he didn't sure. run that race, I think there would have been a lot of people still saying, well, let's wait until well, see, are us wait doing. and see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Beyond three, though, it does drop off. So Fobble probably should be, well, and then it drops off after four. Four. It
1: really drops off. So Fobble 66 to Stenson 19. I mean, those are the clear top four. Four, yeah. Uh, I Just given that, you know, there's a couple 210 guys in there. Stenson's the next guy in line, followed by Bumbelow, Gerald Mock, Bernard Lagat, Sam Chalanga, Chris Derek. I mean, these are all really, really gifted runners that just haven't done a lot. In the marathon, and the marathon is such a tough distance that even with the pedigree of Lagat and mm-hmm. Derek, when you haven't really proven you can do it in a marathon, it yeah. understands that. The, I understand that they're knocked down, but I feel like even though the the Ward career rub fobble, that's like the, the clear top four. Yeah. it feels like somebody's going to crack in there. That that you know, not all four of those
0: guys are going to have great races. Well, they did this so, for the top five, right? So this is essentially saying if anybody got a vote, someone thought think, that they would yeah, be yeah, top yeah, five. Yeah. So yeah, of course, uh, I mean, I think we got a little bit of bias here. We got a, somebody named C.J. Al- Albertson in the. He got a vote. Stanley Kilbini got a vote. Tyler Pinnell, Ryan Vale, Ritz got two points. Cabet, Brogan, Austin, Shadrack B. Watt, Patrick Smith, I mean, what expert Abdi Abdirahman,
1: CJ Albertson,
0: Abdi Abdurrahman. I maybe they're on. They got know something we don't know. Reed Fisher's in there. That Jake Riley also has some points. Yeah, Matt I mean, he, he
1: ran. You know, he yeah, ran he ran a
0: good race. When you're talking about who can finish fifth, that really opens it up. Yeah, because you could create a scenario where a lot of these people could could place in the top five. So. Um, I'm trying to think of who I would put for that fifth spot. I, I'm inclined to think someone like Kebet.
1: Mm. Sure I mo- could
0: see Stenson. I could see Shadrack B-Watt, who's not on this list at all. I
1: don't. Is, he Shadr- is B-Watt on in this Bumbolo list? Bumbleo's a classic fifther. That's, not, that's that. That seems appropriate. Is B-Watt? Oh, no. okay. yeah, Biwott. He right. got a three. Yeah, I mean, he's done really well in major in marathon. major marathons. That. Yeah. You know, inclement weather type mar- major marathons and and you know some slower ones. That would be seemingly the type of race this is. That's a you're right. That's a good. That would be a good fifth place or fourth place finish.
0: Yeah, him Ham or Kebet, I would say. Maybe someone like Jake Riley. Uh, uh, yeah. The, the 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 Alpha Fly Factor, man. Let's keep let's keep in mind who's gonna be wearing the Alphas. Top Al-cas. ten is all gonna be wearing Nikes. It's just gonna be incredible. Well, so man, that would be wild. On the women's side of things. As controversial, more controversial. I don't. I don't agree with having Sisson. I mean, again, this
1: is expert people voting uh, based on where they think it's going to go. So it's not like it's just one person picking. Which yeah. you you kind of want to. You look at it and look at the margin for Sisson, who has 32 point advantage over Molly Huddle. I know she ran a fast 223 debut in London, but she's run one race. I don't think she deserves to be the favorite. So who's won then? My my pick is my pick would be Lyndon
0: it's a tough right now wow a tough
1: a tough course I, I just think a tough course and I, again they have hasee down in fifth these these voters are very serious about if you if you have been injured at all in the past very well, very sketchy very maybe, critical of what your chances maybe are maybe here's
0: what happened though maybe a lot of people are picking hasee to make the team in third, and she just got a whole bunch of third place points.
1: The good point, because yeah. that, that's
0: where it'll be interesting to see actually everybody's mm-hmm. vote totals. How many people shows the results? Had, yeah, yeah. This isn't the the Iowa caucuses here. Like we need to see all the information. Yeah. A lot of people have. I'm assuming a lot of people have Lyndon on the team. Maybe more people have Lyndon on the team than than Hall in there in third. Mm-hmm. But fewer people probably have her first or second. A lot no, of people slotted point. in for third. I mean, I I still think. Sisson Huddle Linden is is my team right now. What's interesting here though, unlike the men, there's like a there's a huge there's a lot of depth like between five and ten. Yeah. But then there's still people who are, are getting one point here who I just I mean, a lot would have to go right for them to to make the team. Oh yeah. Uh or to make to make even top five. Because I mean look look at the depth behind behind those three that I mentioned. You, you know, Sisson Huddle, Linden, but then you also have Hall who's obviously ran super fast, and she good in the tune-up race, and she's got third place here. You have Hesse, <laughs> who finished third in two major marathons and has run yeah. 220. You have Craig, who made the last two Olympic teams, and you have Kellen Taylor, Steph Bruce, Emma Bates, Sally Kipiego. Like, I, I'd be, I would be shocked if it was someone outside of that group that mm. gets into... There's not... I don't think there's going to be some... Deep, 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 deep sleeper that gets a top five spot. Yeah.
1: I mean, Taylor, for me, I mean, she's done enough to be beyond a sleeper, I would say. Tuliamuk. Tuliamuk solid. Because Taylor was, what, fifth in the last trials? Am I... She was right in there, yep. Or, oh, I guess, Taylor at the fifth uh, fifth best Atlanta qualifying time. I mean, she was good in the 10,000 this past summer. Right. She feels like someone in there that we're not really hyping enough, necessarily. Uh, But I would still... I think the safest bet to make the team is Linden. And so in that regard that's my measurement. I know this is totally different, but that's my measurement well, of who the favorite is.
0: Who is the safest bet to make the team, even at you know, mid thirties. Well the favorite age. is who's gonna win. I and mean, that's how favorites work.
1: Yeah, I know, but I'm picking Des Linden.
0: Yeah. But then, that's your you can have a separate favorite, a favorite I mean, I, for making the I'm team. I'm not
1: sold here's a couple things. I'm not sold that Molly Huddle is a great marathoner. I'm not sold. Sarah Hall has not run well in her two, like, her last two, like, big marathons. Now she ran well at Berlin, but she didn't run well in Boston. I know, Mm -hmm. I know, I know. She didn't run well in Boston. That was in April. And then she dropped out in New York. I just, those types of things, when you haven't delivered, I know she ran well at Berlin. This is a totally different course in Berlin. Well, yeah,
0: and it's different than London, which is where Sisson only ran her one race. The thing with Sisson is I think people are going to give her a little more... Uh, respect, at least from picking, because they think there can be a jump up between one and two. So, okay, if that's your that's yeah. your debut, where can you go from there? I mean, she's experienced on the track. It's not like she's you know, twenty-two years old, just doing her first marathon. Like she's yeah. running a lot of big-time races. I think her and Huddle together is an important factor. We saw that in two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Uh, but there's like there's going to be deserving people that don't make of course this team, uh, and you can see a lot of different combinations. Someone like Craig fascinates me because we have no idea. No. Hasee, I think it's going to be feast or famine. She's either going to win the thing or not make the team. Or maybe I, not finish. Yeah. I, I think those are, those are two likely outcomes there depending on her health. She looks healthy. She looks like she's back. Uh, um, yeah, according you know, to Instagram,
1: everything Which looks is, good. But, I mean, that was the same scenario before Chicago, too, right. and she literally ran... Three miles, two, three miles. I mean, maybe yeah. something did pop up that was totally unforeseen, but yeah, she has struggled to remain healthy. Yeah, you're right. Craig is is fascinating because like she's the defending champion, and it feels like no one's talking about her. I mean, there's a reason for that. She shouldn't run, but but. But that right. ability, you have to imagine, still there. I mean, she she was running U.S. cross, and you know, a, like a year ago. I know it's been a year, but if assuming that, she, you know, I think well, it you she more was con- smart to to drop out of Chicago and or to, to skip Chicago and and put all the eggs in this basket. And I think we're we're kind of overlooking her. Are you more confident in Sisson or Craig? Well, Sisson, of course. Okay. Okay. I, I am not beyond contradicting myself here <laughs> on on this podcast. Um, but I I look at it as who's gonna who's gonna have the calmest nerves on the start line in Atlanta in the next whatever ten days and to me that's Des Linden yeah and that's who I think it's gonna win and because it's hilly co it's a hilly course she's gonna win yes I'm wow. that's my pick that's who I'm picking wow. I'm picking Des Linden
0: yeah I didn't see that coming I it's, it's didn't you not even have it on your on your team like a couple months ago
1: what did I just say I'm not beyond <laughs> contradicting myself things change Kevin. I'm okay. getting no, older. That's fair, that's fair. I'm appreciating life nearing 30 mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, bourbon is whiskey, after all. <sighs> it's true. Once I heard that line, no, I just, I, I, I've always in the past made the mistake, I think, of not looking at the course. And I just think the tough course, look at the courses yeah. she runs well on. And yes, it's the races she runs every year Boston and New York. But there's a reason she doesn't go run Berlin and London every year is because Mm. I think she would get smoked. I mean, Mm. obviously, she would get smoked by the the East Africans, but, you know, the Americans, she's not probably running 223 anymore. This isn't a 223 race. I think the weather is going to be good, which is fine. Um, And maybe you could say, well, that that maybe hurts her a little bit if it was bad weather. You know, (laughs) Des could could have a little bit more advantage. But the hilly course, I, I think, will challenge some runners that haven't been challenged before uh, on, on that type of terrain or haven't fared well. So I'm looking at Sisson and I'm looking at Hall who uh, hasn't shown she can do it in the last
0: few months. Yeah. On a tough course. Yeah. I mean, then deeper on the list, Step Bruce, Tully Muck, Flanagan, Thweet, Groner, Seidel, and Weber. So I'll totally... Deep sleeper, Groner. She ran well at... If it gets hot, she ran it's... She ran really well in Doha, but just like way... F- much fewer people mentioned on this than on the men's does side of things. Doesn't appear that way. Which makes sense. Yeah. Kipiego, 19 points there. What are they project? So that would be projecting her for, what, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, eight. She's a fascinating one. Obviously, huge talent uh, on the track. Remember yeah. back when Molly Huddle got third in New York, Kipiego was second. But just don't, you haven't heard much from her. Same Not at with, all. Same thing with Craig. Haven't heard much from her. Jose, obviously, we see the Instagram post, but not a lot of races. Like, there's not a ton to pull from. I mean, we did
1: you should point out, I mean, she was supposed to run in Houston, and then she pulled out of that. Was that just precautionary? I mean, to I don't... Diego know. or Hesse? I'm sorry, Hesse. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: No, that's why... That's why I'm saying I don't... I'm not yeah. confident in in her. That's why I'm going with a team of... I think Sisson's going to win, and I think Huddle and Linden are going to make the team. Mm. But you could see a team of... Like, you could see a team of Hall, Hesse, and Craig. Like, you could see For a completely sure. different set of three women making the team outside of those six it would be it would be surprising like I would, that would be surprised if Kipiego got on the team
1: what about because. the like the, the group of like Bates Bruce and Tulia Mock any of those intrigue you because I, I tend to look at Bruce as like a classically underrated yeah you know runner I mean she was good in the 10,000 she's yeah. got some pretty good marks you know hasn't exploded in the marathon to the level of the top five or anything but yeah. somebody on a tough course maybe.
0: No. I, I, that's what I'm saying. This is deep through ten. Yeah. But those six are have just like done it before, of uh, course, in some way, shape, or form. Like Sisson has a super fast time. Huddle made a ton of teams, won a ton of U.S. titles. You don't need to go into her bio anymore. Hall has a fast time. Lyndon, we talked about Hase's times and performances in, in majors. is awesome. Craig made the last two Olympic teams. Yeah. It's hard to get in that list. It's, I don't think it's a slight to not include them on in the list, but that, that next group, she's right there. I think she needs to have a great race, yeah. and then she needs to have something else break her way. That yeah. second group, they need, they need to have a great race themselves, and they need some other thing to happen, be it a couple of people fall apart, the weather is advantageous for them, something needs to happen. They can't just run their best race. If everybody runs their best race, they're not going to get on the team. That's yeah. how I see that group. Um, that includes Kip as well. So looking at Amy Craig last last year, last race was finishing 14th in the
1: uh, what is that the in Beach, Maine Beach, Beach, to Beach to Beacon. the Beacon, yeah. yeah. So not a lot there, but she has finished fourth in 2012 in the Olympic Marathon Trials and then first, uh, yeah. pretty good record. I know that's a long period. It, it's, it's tough. You don't want to necessarily
0: take yeah. results from four years ago. I get that. I understand. Yeah, that. But, but but she's she's the situation where if she shows up and wins. Like it's it's are we really surprised. I,
1: that's the thing. Yeah, you know, nah, she you can't really falls get.
0: out you know, and she falls out of the top ten, it's not a surprise really it's yeah. it's, it's it's feast or famine it feels like um my my thought process, process on picking this thing is like, yeah, who are the who are the surest bets for like a median finish of of like third place? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you talk about feast or famine with Craig or you talk about it with Jose in a field like this, that's gonna be tough because Lyndon, you know is going to bring it. Sisson and Huddle, I know you're saying Huddle isn't a as great a marathoner as she is at other distances, but she just rarely has bad races. I guess London, for her, was a quote-unquote bad race, but that was her first time running a paced marathon. She still ran pretty quick. She still ran like 226? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I get that.
1: Um, I, I I do want to see what she ran, because I'm... Let's see here,
0: because I'm curious now. Yeah, 226 yeah. for 12.
1: Yeah, you know, I just...
0: Uh, it's not great, but that's not how the race is going to be. Yeah. As you mentioned before, that's not how the race is going to be. Lincoln's getting a text from a source. Sorry, sorry, sorry about that. You guys know, are uh, reporting? No, and no, you can no. announce? Okay. Just no, make sure. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> it, are you lo- more looking forward to the women's race and that in the regard of the mystery around it? Because well, I feel like I kind of am. Yeah, and I'm writing on the women's race, whereas you've been assigned to the men's race. So. Oh, I have? That's good to know. And then we decided a couple weeks ago? Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the depth, the depth is interesting. I just, again, and maybe I'm weighing this too heavily on the 2016 and 2012 trials, but there weren't a lot of surprises. Hmm. And if there aren't a lot of surprises, then the women's race becomes more interesting because there's more people involved in that race. I mean, if they go out, say they go out at something honest but not crazy pace. Say they go out at 225 pace, 226 pace. Mm-hmm. There's a huge group of people that can credibly be in that race. Just of how deep the, the marathon is right now. Yeah. On the men's side of things, if they go out at 210, 209 pace through halfway on that type of course, it's gonna whittle Be five down. Five guys. It's yeah. gonna whittle yeah. down very quickly. So, from that perspective, yes, I am more interested on the women's side of things. Because look, let's go back to 16. We did the, this exercise before. Craig, Flanagan, Linden, Goucher was there, didn't make it, but she mm-hmm. was the only one who thought, okay, she could make it. Yeah, the that team. was the only like intrigue, I guess, other... men's side of things. The Rupp entry was fascinating. It was de- his debut. I didn't think he's, he'd do as well as he did. Obviously, he proved me wrong. I thought he was going to make the team. I'm guessing. I don't remember exactly what I said. Yeah. And then, and then Ward being there wasn't a huge a huge shock. Go back to 2012. Uh, Craig misses the team, but then makes it later on in the 10,000, and it's Lyndon Flanagan and Kerry Goucher. Yeah, not surprising. Uh, 2012 for the men. I, Obdi is a surprise, I guess. Bumping. bumping well, reds. Hall just
1: struggled in the last few miles.
0: Right. Is that what it was? Or well Hall gets it. Meb oh, well, gets Meb it. won. Meb yeah. one, yeah, yeah. Meb gets it, Hall and Ob but Abdi, like the story is always third in the Olympic trials. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, who yeah. gets that last spot? Abdi beating Meb, that was a Be- beating, that was a bit of beating a beating Sorry, beating Ritz. Um Nobody beats Meb. That that was a that was a bit of a a surprise. But again, it wasn't like, oh my goodness, like this whole top three is yeah. is crazy. And we always for the men for a long time we've always been like, okay these top two are secure, it's a question of that third spot, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just because the depth isn't there for the women, it just goes so much deeper. So, long way to answer your question, but, yeah, the women's race is interesting. Because you, you have different eras in there as well, too. Right? You, yeah. have, you have the Lyndon, craig huddle era. Yeah. And then you have the Hesse-Sisson era as well. I guess you could put Sarah Hall in the first group as well, She's, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sisson yeah. and Hesse are basically the same age. Which is... Crazy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean that they both so
1: good at the marathon. I, you know, I guess many other countries. You know, the mid to late twenties kind of you start to get really good at the marathon. Yeah. It just seems like they're still so young. Maybe that's just my age. Shown, but there's really no one else. I mean, you, Emma Bates has been solid, but yeah. probably not. Uh, you know, pretty big outsider to make the team. Um, but you know, such veteran presence in in the uh, in the marathon trials for
0: for both the men and the women. Well, you're going to see. That way. Yeah, so I think what you're going to see is. Before the next Olympic cycle, Hasse and Sisson will assert themselves. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll be the new Flanagan and Linden or Flanagan and uh, Goucher. Goucher, whoever. And then there's going to be some people coming from the track later on in their career mm-hmm. to the marathon. Maybe someone who's on Bowerman or something like right now, yeah. um, and make that shift. And then the then the depth, like like Huddle did, right? Yeah. Who came in her, I guess it would be early '30s. Yeah. To the marathon as opposed to mid to late 20s and that's just, that just seems to be the pattern now. You got people who go early yeah. and they either strike it rich or they they go back with their tail between their legs yeah. or they're just doing so well on the track they're like, why mess with them? Yeah, no. The good thing. What I'm saying is Shelby hands going to be in the marathon. Yeah, that would be 24th. incredible. That would be, yeah.
1: or Just all of the Bowerman women just kind of slowly get into that. Well, you can then... see
0: someone, like look how deep that 10K group is. Like someone like Mario Hall. Yeah. I don't know. Someone like Emily Enfeld. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can say healthy yeah. yeah maybe way way down the line someone like Chris Schweizer. I don't know mm-hmm. I mean she's so she's so good in the mile um, maybe some of the steeplers that they have. Mm. we can dream yeah I just the, the u s women have like it's uh, it's probably not intentional but they have like a system going now yeah they have something that works they're able to compete with the best in the world they're able to be a factor in pretty much yeah well, I mean pre-Bitchard Cosguy most majors that they were in in a way that the men aren't the men are still searching trying to figure out how to get that depth the women have the depth and it seems like it's just going to continue from here I mean you could say
1: yeah maybe next cycle Chalimo if he's still good yeah uh you know lopez will be 38 uh we got to keep those guys from fighting on the start line but uh 26 miles of that yeah that could be that would be a grueling race a lot of talk Um, anyways yeah we've we've touched on this i get it yeah you know the depth is certainly there for them for the marathon going forward but man this what a what a huge race this is it's kind of like if say and sisson get on it's the chain almost like the changing of the guard a little bit but then if it it somehow is has or excuse me Linden Craig, Huddle, Linden Craig, Hall, Linden yeah. Huddle Hall. It, 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 you know, status quo kind of is st- It would just be, uh, it's just gonna be so, so fascinating. Who, I think it, how the other, how the men f- fare against Galen Rupp will be my number one thing to watch. But, but the women's race being so deep is, is,
0: is one B maybe. Who has a backup plan here? Who has the Hastings Ritz 2012? I can just go in the 10K plan. Well, obviously, Sisson and Huddle. Right? Yeah, assistant and Huddle. Can anybody else on that women's side of things? Uh, Like, if Hisei doesn't make the team, can she shift gears and try to make the 10,000? I mean, I think she'll try. Um, We haven't really seen her run a fast 10,000 since she became a marathoner.
1: Yeah, it... it,
0: uh, I mean, someone like Craig or Linden, this is their opportunity.
1: Yeah, Hase never... I mean, I I know she made, like, the 2013 10,000 team, but that's a long time ago. That was the only team she uh, made.
0: um, But but, uh, I don't see that for her, but... um, Because you you just stick with the marathon and then run a major in the in the fall, right? I that's what I would imagine. And the majors yeah. in the fall are a I bit mean, more winnable because people are coming off the Olympics too. And
1: I know, yes, I know the draw of the Olympics though is, yeah. is significant. She yeah. doesn't, you know, she's going to be whatever she is now 24, 25 and say, I need to try to make this 10,000 team because uh, you know, you get up there and the top, you know, two of the favorites are already on the marathon team. Yeah. Then you're
0: like, oh, I got to, you know, I just got to But do you want to go to the do you want to go through all that trouble, go to the Olympics, get 15th or put your head down, train? Yeah. run Chicago in the fall that's the question right? Get that's man. the question that's I mean. the
1: question I mean that's that's what Ritz did Ritz obviously you know the, yeah. being a uh, being a I think he was still training for a marathon then but in 2012 it's like no the draw of being an Olympian I know
0: he'd been an Olympian but was, was significant enough we knew he wasn't going to medal you know marathons just... are much more lucrative but Olympic teams like in terms of just a single race but yeah. Olympic teams I'm sure do a ton to your marketability being right. able to say especially if you haven't made one yet and Jose hasn't made one and yet.
1: Carrying those little flags. It's important. You know, it's, it's people Sisson hasn't made it
0: Sisson hasn't made a team yet. Huddle obviously has made a team. Hall hasn't made a team. Yes. Lyndon's made a team. Hase hasn't. Craig has. Yep. And then Kipiego has. is a medalist about eight years ago. Yeah. For Kenya <laughs> Every, everybody else has not made a team. On the men's side of things, it's just it was just Rep and Oh Rupp. Career? Could Career make it in sixteen? Yeah, he did. So yeah. Rep, Rep Warden, and Career
1: are all Olympians. The, the and obviously top. Ritz. Yep. And uh, Ritz ran in the two thousand eight. What if we yeah, he did at, like a twenty five year old and you know trying to make it now? Yeah. Twelve years later, I call it, He made it on the track for Colorado, didn't he? He did. Yes. Oh f- yes. 04? Oh four. Yeah, that would have been 04. oh four. Yeah. Yeah, he's OG, man. That's he awesome. Is, he is OG. Uh, and he's
0: coaching people in the ra- I mean, talk about Yeah, that's the conflict of interest, right? People talk about LeBron being able to play with his son in the NBA. I mean, Ritz mm-hmm. is coaching somebody yeah. in the same race. It's interesting. Yeah,
1: Bernard Lagat is uh, going to race people that were basic <laughs> close to being born when he made his Olympic yeah. debut this is back in 2000 in Kenya. So, uh, I mean, Lagat, huge outsider. I would be stunned if he made the team. He yeah. ran two twelve in in Australia this past summer, I right. believe. And I mean, I think it was mostly a, a fast course. But I, I, you know, talk about what if he could be a guy who was running in the three the the three twenty seven range for fifteen hundred, and then could make it a <laughs> marathon team? It'd just be absurd. I mean, yeah,
0: I mean, that would be yeah. Let's go through like absurd storylines. Yeah. Okay. Non shoe obs- obscure storylines. Mm-hmm. Uh, absurd storylines. Okay, I I'll start
1: with, like I said, with Legat, but I want to go to another Kenyan-American. Sam Chalenga quit running for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, don't think he has a very good shot to make the team, but this is still a guy who's run twenty-seven zero in the 10,000, uh, run some good halves, you yeah. know, famously was the foil for Galen Rupp in, in college days. You know, won an NCAA cross-country title. He did quit running for a bit, or you know, in professional capacity yeah. and took a, took a job by Believe in Atlanta, maybe I, it's, it, I, I could be getting my facts mixed up, but you know he, he broke yeah. 62 minutes in Houston when everyone broke 62 minutes. Uh, he was about a minute some behind Galen Rupp, so he's an out at the Mesa Half Marathon. So he's an outsider for Sprouts, sure. Mesa. Sprouts, yes. Sorry. Half off. The what about section. what about
0: this what about this storyline? You think that Lagat making it is crazy? Obdi. Abdi, who is <laughs> who in 2012? Was a stunner. He made the twenty twenty, or sorry, twenty twenty. He made the two thousand Olympic team. Yeah, as well.
1: Man, he was good back then. Hold so on. he's still good. But I mean, let's what, see. The man is
0: man is forty three years of age. So he made the two thousand Olympics. Did he? And he made oh uh, four. Yeah. So tenth in Sydney. He missed uh, one along
1: fifteenth in in Athens.
0: Yeah, he must have missed 08 then. I think he missed 08. No, no, he he made oh eight. No, he's a four timer. Oh, he just didn't get. He just he missed in sixteen, obviously.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then he made it in twelve. Yeah. So This would be number five.
1: Yep. And
0: this this would be, be five fun. for Legault. I mean, this one. would be. Let's
1: see. So he he ran what? Did he run New York? He was ninth in New York in two. God, he still ran two eleven. That's in New what York? I'm
0: saying. It's not. God, it's man. not. It's not crazy. Yeah. It's not crazy. He only needs a couple things to go right. Yeah. What about women's side of things? Absurd. Results here. Oh no! Here we go. Sorry, got my scroll. Um,
1: I mean, I think of like the two women that we saw in Doha: Roberta Groner, full-time nurse; Carrie Dimoff, a full-time employee for uh, for Nike. Mm -hmm. Dimoff ran the ten thousand meter twenty nineteen standard on the track, so she's got some wheels. Yeah. I don't think she's broken 230 and obviously she has a full-time job but I, I look at those type of women who have like run comparable times to professionals or mm-hmm. at least you know close-ish yeah and and yeah she's run 230-53 and uh those would be like the storylines that you know to break up the top three of these women that are very very accomplished. Yeah. Um, top top five even I mean, maybe that's possible because like I said, she's run thirty one forty two. I mean that's a pretty
0: legit time. I mean. Yeah yeah yeah, 42, yeah. She, she made she made in sixteen she ran or is it tw- she ran the trials in on on the track. What year did she run the trials in the track? Was it?
1: So she was she was thirty ninth and twenty six. Yeah, it might have been
0: twenty twelve. No, no, she ran a really good. T- uh, she had a really good run in the track. Oh, she something. was sixth in the steeple. Yep. Oh yep, my. In twenty twelve, go to 08, too. I think she might have run in 8 eight. I'm not sure though. Uh, n- ninth in the steeple. Yeah. Okay, so wow. six, So, Yeah, so yeah, she's almost made Olympic teams in, in steeple the steeple wasn't chase. Quite as strong back in. But 20- still, yeah, so yeah, that's that's. Several, several years ago, and she's still doing it. Yeah. Okay. I know I said I wasn't gonna do shoe stuff, but my absurd finish result, and it's actually the finish result that I'm picking, would be a non Alpha Fly team entirely.
1: Yeah. Because where all the, just rips where do, out their where counter. do all the
0: takes go? What, I mean, did the takes? Do we take them over to the Coca-Cola m- museum, which is nearby? And, and then, dump them on the... On the, on the uh, and then, like, mix the them in way? or something like that? Mm. Do we take them to the CDC They're and, like... and turn them in and say, look, we have some toxic takes here? <laughs> Do we take them to State Farm Arena, home of the Atlanta Hawks, give it to one Trey Young and have him shoot the takes shoot. from 35 feet wow. out? Wow.
1: You were ready for that. I was thinking they would be like the, the Mentos in, going into Coke, where they just...
0: Yeah. Um, where will they go? Yeah. The opposite end of that,
1: though, is if it ends up being Jose, Craig, and, I don't know, Kip Diego. Yeah. The
0: world is on fire. The yeah. world is burning. Then we take the takes to Paperboy from the hit show Atlanta, <laughs> and he sells them for some nefarious purpose. That's what we do with the takes. But either way, oh, man. we're going to be collecting the takes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so yo, what, no, what, what, what's, your, what's your, all, your all dumpster fire take team? It would be... Uh, Jose, Jose Craig, and... Kipiego.
1: Kipiego. I mean, my point being that they're all Nike athletes, going to be... Yeah. Uh, we've seen Hase running in the Alpha Flies. She's talking about them. I'm going to assume she's going to wear them. I mean, we think all Nike athletes are going to wear them, but, you know, we saw Galen Rupp. He yeah, was wearing the next percent. I think maybe some athletes are more familiar and don't want to risk basically putting on a new shoe for this. We may not see everybody in the Alpha Flies,
0: but, see you know, we're going to see. They're, they're, yeah, I'm hoping to get my hands on them. There's a decent chance we get all, all Nike athletes. Let's others. do a count here, though. How many of these... So, how many women are in, in this list total? that got? How many are going to be wearing
1: Nikes? Yeah. Uh, one, two... Three, uh, I don't know, Flanagan, Lindsay Flanagan. Uh, four, side, I don't know what... Seidel Saucony, right? Yeah. What's Anna Weber
0: wearing? So
1: it's like... I don't even know who that is.
0: So it's like fewer than one in yeah. five, right? It's like five total, and there's like 25 women on that yeah. list. Yeah. Let's contrast that with the men's side of things. Okay, let's do it. Men's side All of things. All
1: right, so, okay, career, career. two, so up to... Rep two, uh, three for Bualow well no mock just signed a deal so four for Lagat. five for Chalanga. six for Derek Lano's not sponsored he's been running Nike seven eight for Riley he's not he's not in there Fisher runs in the uh the original four percents okay so maybe maybe he changes but so that's what is that eight yeah nine for Abdi ten for Smythe uh B watts uh, Brooks yep. Rogan Austin I not unsponsored I think so 11 he's Timman guy though right but i don't know yeah. if he has a,
0: a gear situation 12
1: for Quebec not Ritz not well Vales he still have a Brooks sponsor? Yeah. okay yep. CJ Albertson i have to assume 13 14 so at least Benny le- is 14 and then Pannell, i think is, is Zap right zap, so it would be the, you know the famous on shoes that yeah. no one
0: knows anything about okay so
1: 13 to 14 basically of, of this top so of, the men's
0: race much more yeah. than the women yeah okay my last crazy scenario of something happening um, just a person named Brogan Making the Olympic team I think that would be The first Brogan <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing
1: Hey you know He's done some well He won the The US marathon yeah, trials yeah. That no one ran in uh, A couple of years ago I mean you know Marathon whatever. champs Yeah Marathon well, champs Credit him It was a good run I just think You know Rupp and Ward Are going to be like And, and Fobble in and Career And like everyone thinks They're, they're going to be like Let's make this A big boys race and, Yeah uh, and dust these these suckers because I don't think any, yeah, you start out 210 pace, 65. I mean, we saw in 2016, basically after half marathon, it was like, all right, time for Meb and Rupp to take over yeah, and, and yeah, make yeah. this. I mean, you know. It's, it was so hot yeah. in LA that day. Mm-hmm. It was so hot. You were there, right? I was not there. Okay. So I actually can't, if you told me it was, I mean, I know everyone said it was
0: hot, but you could convince me that it, <sighs> it was, was hot. And yeah. by LA standards, it was yeah. extremely hot. We I mean, saw Chilling playing again, collapse
1: at the finish line. Yeah. I mean, you know, no. It was hard.
0: It was hot to just, like, stand outside. It, yeah. was, it was not pleasant to be mm-hmm. standing outside, let alone running. Um, okay, cool. Well, we'll touch more on the marathon as we I go forward. Got 10 days. Yeah, yeah, so we need to save something. We got any
1: Mondo updates? We got any I'm checking right here? now. I'm checking right now. I, d- I have no idea when
0: they're jumping, when when anything's going on. I think it's not till this afternoon. So nothing on, nothing on Mondo right mm. now. Some yeah. rough news last night, though, from the collegiate world. Mm. Sam Worley... Turns out he broke his leg running at UW.
1: Yeah. It is a, if you watch the video, it is what looks like a very freak accident. Uh, Yeah. It's not necessarily a collision. He's running, you know, I think like 200 meters left in in a mile race where he's in good spot. It looks like his spike catches on the track in a very awkward position and he tumbles over. You obviously look at it and you can tell he's in pain, but you never think like that severe of an injury. Yeah, you just gotta feel for the guy and hope for a quick recovery because it look, you know, a broken tibia. We don't know the the degree of which there's a fracture. but, yeah. but that just sounds awful, and it may keep him out for a year or so. Yeah, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I got this text that it was 200 to go. I was trying to go around James West. His foot planted weird, or Spike got caught and he broke his like would have run 356, 357. Yeah, that's terrible. What what's what's crazy is if you told me someone was gonna have like uh, an accident like this on an indoor track, I would have assumed it would have be one that's not 300 meters right it would be Mm. one that's the 200 or the bank is super steep or something where so many people are jammed in close together it's it's kind of wild to think that it happened on on a track that's pretty similar to an outdoor track really i know it's not as not as wide but This is just such a bizarre situation, which sucks for him. I mean, he's been all he does is make NCAA finals, man. The guys, the guys a machine ever since he stepped onto campus. And he
1: had a, you know, he had his first really good cross country season, and he was obviously, if you're going to run 356, 357. I mean, the 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 less important thing is it it hurts Texas, who's having a really strong year uh, as a men's track program and really balanced squad. Oh, yeah. man, this is, but it's, but on a personal level, and just for him, you just feel bad because he was running so well, and, and you know, this is somebody who was in position to make a career out of it, you hope this doesn't jeopardize his professional yeah. running chances because he is a junior going into a critical senior year next year, but,
0: yeah, hope for a speedy recovery. Just weird. I'm trying to think of another time when someone's, not a stress fracture within a race, but an actual, something impact-related.
1: The only thing I can think of comparable-wise, and it's obviously a different sport, but like... And it, I, I would hope this isn't as severe. But like a freak accident in basketball when they land on the support under the basket and, yeah. and like you think of like a Gordon Hayward or a Paul George. Paul type George, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not as severe, at least I don't think. Um but but it's that type of just absolutely one in a million type of an injury that you just can't I, I I mean I've I remember wearing you know wearing spikes and always thinking I hey, what would happen if I like caught it weird and like twist it but 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 breaking a leg you my think God. about falling you don't yeah. think about breaking anything oh my gosh I think that's the- um and it sounds like they did the, the staff there at UW you know got him in a good place you you know you, you don't anticipate when somebody goes that crumples down like that but I imagine he was just writhing in pain yeah and so uh glad that it looks like they, that it was treated appropriately and, and you know he's it's he, he, or put on Instagram he's back in Austin so we we'll wish the best for him
0: yeah tough break tough oh, break this again oh awful yeah this is awful just, but he's he's solid I, I have no doubt he'll he'll get back to, mm-hmm. to where he is he, ha- he hasn't used a red shirt year right I mean he's been going ever That's since a good he point. Got on, yeah, yeah, yeah. got on a campus mm-hmm. so I don't know if he'll be able to use this year as a red shirt year but I mean if there's oh. anybody who deserves like a yeah. Like in terms of indoors, right? Because he's run a bunch of races. I and would much... think they could get that through. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would hope that they yeah. could get that. Literally through. running a race. Yeah. And when it happens, yeah. um, do you want to talk about the RAK half marathon? If I have to. No, I'm mean, just kidding. If... Uh, so what? Sixty-four fifty-one, the women's world record. Yeah. Cosguy guy, basically
1: yep. guaranteed to smash that. Is that is that what we're thinking here? What is her best? I mean, she's run faster, right? In uh, she's run faster on a downhill
0: net course. Yeah. So this is on uh, Thursday night in the, here in the U.S. Fancy Chematai is also and, in there. I mean, when you have a name like Fancy Fancy Pants, yeah, you her. just
1: you just want I swear, Cosguy has run faster on like a downhill. I, I must be going crazy. What Men's mean? side
0: of things, you got Mule Washina, oh,
1: Julian Wanders. Favorite. Oh, uh, give me more.
0: Felix Candy. I mean, if there anyone, is
1: there anyone better than Julian Bonders of running kind of well in, <laughs> let's say it, a meaningless road race? And then dropping out of Doha?
0: Yeah. This guy's yeah. like
1: an Instagram runner, basically. <laughs> they
0: got, got multiple pacers here. I'm trying to think of anybody whose name jump I mean, you got a lot of people with PRs in the 59s. I don't see anybody who has a 58 PR. Oh, 5909. Oh, Leonard Barsetone. Oh, the GOAT. The 5909's pretty fast. Uh, oh, Aguirre's making his debut. I'm looking at the start list right now, so I'm looking down. Uh, for those of you watching on the feed, um, yeah. I mean, I think the women's race is the race to watch here. Let me get the women's start list. Is it, is it going to be on YouTube? What's it going to be on? I'm not Who sure. Who can say? So Bridget Cosguy, yeah, sixty-five twenty-eight and sixty-four twenty-eight are her personal bests. Yeah, when did she run that 64? Uh, doesn't matter. Okay. Fancy Chamatai, sixty-four fifty-two. Joan Chalimo Melly. 65
1: 4 uh, yeah she ran that in September that's right 64 then she broke the women's marathon world record which perhaps we should have seen that coming after she ran sixty-four
0: twenty-eight. yeah in an
1: irregular course if you want to call it that yeah um yeah. that's yeah I imagine she breaks the world record by 20 to 30 seconds because because just she, she has to broke just run the, yeah. the marathon world record by 81 seconds a yeah. record that stood for almost 20 or 17 years You're just dividing in half yeah, just give her that. I mean, it's just, she's early season fitness. Will she be in the Alpha Fly? Is a good question. Uh, I would imagine so. This should yeah. be fun. Get the Moon Boots out. Rip a, rip a world record. Volume, I mean, it's volume. been a couple of days since we've yelled online about the Vapor Flies or Alpha Flies, so
0: let's nah, get that one started. It hasn't. It hasn't been. Long I mean, after. I
1: guess technically the shoes haven't been released. They're supposed to be released for the trials, so maybe Nike holds them up because I, the reason I say that is because, check the guy just ran twelve fifty one, and he was wearing Next Percents. You would have imagined that they would. Roll those out. Yeah, maybe he doesn't like them because they are gigantic. Yeah.
0: (laughs) The more specialized these things become, the farther away they get from a "quote unquote" traditional running shoe. Mm -hmm. The fewer, I would think, people are going to be okay with wearing them. I just
1: want to get them on my feet to feel like what does it even feel like a running shoe? You know.
0: Yeah. Well, when we were uh, when we were talking with Centro in Albuquerque. And he was talking about different types of spikes and stuff, like things worn throughout his career. It made me realize, like, I haven't put on a pair of spikes in. It's been a while. ...of Many years, so I have no idea, no ability to relate at mm-hmm. all to, like, how right. this stuff feels. The stuff I've heard about the next percents from both common runners and elites is it just gets you up on your toes. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's something I would just, it, you know, with the positioning of the plate or something, it puts you up on your toes. I could see how that would be not comfortable and somewhat jarring for Or her
1: be, you
0: know, very.
1: Tough on your calves, yeah. maybe.
0: Yeah, Or hip, like hip flexors. I've heard people, like, you know, they run the race, but then the next, you know, week or whatever, they're trashed. More so than normal from a marathon, because it just, it, it, it hits a different part of your body. So that's what I'm saying, like... It hits different. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, with, with Guy or anybody, like, the more elaborate the shoes become, the more issues that could potentially crop up. Like, yes, they're maximized for, like, speed for Elliot Kipchoge, but what about the rest of us, Lincoln? <sighs>
1: that's a good question. What about me? Let's see. Yesterday I ran two miles and did some. I did ten strides that were pathetic. Um, for no reason. <laughs> were other you up than on your toes? Probably not. Okay. You know, probably I'm right on my heels. I'm pretty sore from it today, though. No reason. I'm not preparing for a race or anything. But you know, it's a, It's that's the market Nike's hitting. He's getting guys like me and you. I mean, not us specifically, but guys like us. To buy these shoes, yeah. thinking that we're basically going to be
0: ripping off four thirty miles, and I'm uh, not going to buy them. I want them given. Yeah, to Yeah, me. I mean, and I want I, I want them. It's the pure- ask. Purely for research purposes, I just want to know. Yeah, I want to be able to talk about them with some degree
1: of intel. Yeah, because uh, of
0: insight into it. Because
1: God knows we have not been doing that. So. Well,
0: we've just mm. everybody's just been making a lot of stuff up. But also, I just I'm interested to see how many people in the in the trials uh, do have them. Obviously, it's going to be. I think it's going to be close to everyone. I one mean, of, I, one of the biggest stories. Well, yeah.
1: one thing. I mean, one one thing it might that be a bigger story. Next one time. thing that, when talking to Matt Centrowitz, was that, and and just relaying or relating to what other people have said is the brands don't necessarily take kindly to athletes saying, "No, I'm comfortable in the other shoes." And it's like, "No, this is about you, your marketability. You need to wear the new shoes that we're
0: releasing." So. I think we're going to see everybody that's Nike in the Alpha Flies. I heard a story many, many years ago about uh, Patrick McCow, who at the time was the marathon world record holder, 203.38, I think. And he showed up to one of his subsequent races, and he was wearing, like, an older version of the Adidas shoe. Yeah. And it was the night before the race. And somebody from Adidas said, well, what's that? And they're like, that's a shoe I'm going to wear. And I was like, no, like, we've rolled out this new line of shoes and I don't know if they had previously sent them to him or it had been communicated or it was lost in some sort of communication along the way, but he was under the impression he, he was going to wear the shoes that, that he brought, and they're like, no, <laughs> yeah, like right. you're not, you're not going to do that. Yeah, the um, perils of being a professional runner. you well, got to wear we, all these new shoes all the time. We've also heard rumors of people potentially losing their bonuses, right, if they don't wear the, right. the, the specific shoes. Now, if they just show up, if they just show, see, I, I have a hard time believing they're going to be like, Galen and Rupp, you have to wear like these shoes or that sho-. Like, it, it's Galen and Rupp. <sighs> Yeah, that's a good point. I,
1: I don't. But they could do that to Pat. I mean, I know it's Adidas and first Nike, but they could do that to Patrick McCow and they're not going to do that.
0: I mean, they, they like, it was like Censure was talking it's about. It's a the different ad- scenario, I think. I think it's a different scenario because it's like, with that, I got the impression they had like released a whole new line and it had been out there. Oh, I see. This is somewhat last minute that they're rushing these on people. Seems like it. And yeah. to demo it in your first. T- the first time you're wearing it is going to be Olympic trials. That's just not. It
1: could cause problems,
0: right, basically. Right. And then, and then w- do you want that story written? Yeah. You want no. the story of like, <laughs> Rupp was great. Rupp never had a bad marathon until he wore these shoes yeah. and then it all fell apart. like You that's don't want that look. story. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. if the insoles start coming out. Oof. Which get ready I'll take those takes I over mean now. that's like a two minute com- Kipchoge conversion right yeah, there yeah, so yeah. you
1: can't really afford to lose two minutes yeah in retrospect in,
0: in retrospect, we should have spent more time talking about the insoles
1: mm. than we did underrated feature oh. we just forget about it <laughs> yeah. dating back to uh, 2015
0: yeah or whenever that was um, do you want to do you have done a, a weekly segment called This Week in Marathon mm-hmm. when we had the studio show yes and you're going to record it and put it on the internet the internet, yeah, that's what we're gonna we're do that, we're we're that later, just because we need to crop the shot. Mm-hmm. But, if, but do you want like a dry run through now? Like, do you want to do it right now and then? Oh, let do, people, and then do it again. Yeah, we'll let people on the pod get a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to hear it, and then that way you can also get get some practice. That's excellent idea, Kevin. You Thank do you that? for that. Yeah. So I, do you this want w- me to set you up or no?
1: Yeah, set me, up, set me. Yeah, do I? I can't. I need. I need the ball. I'm a set and shoot type of a guy. I'm yeah. a set shooter. Just when the ahead.
0: bright lights come on, that's when you're at your best. Yeah. we know that about you. Yes, factual. Well, f- well folks, we are just one week They're away right. from the Olympic Trials marathon in Atlanta. There's hundreds of contestants on both the men's and the women's side of things, so it's so hard to separate what's important from just what's the noise out there. Luckily, mm-hmm. our own Lincoln Shrike for the last several weeks, has come on to break down all the things you need to know about the U.S. Olympic marathon trials. Here he is for his second-to-last installment. Penultimate. Of This Week in Marathon.
1: Well, thank you, Kevin. Delighted to be with you in this, what, this, is like, a solitary confinement room mm-hmm. that we have going on here. So I've done a lot of shticks for these episodes <laughs> this week in marathon, this famous show, Shout out to Isaiah Harris, the 800-meter runner, who said he watches the show, so shout out to him. That
0: was big. Uh, Big for Lincoln's
1: confidence. Yeah, we've done the ABCs, we've done a poem, we've had me yelling. This week, we're going to make it simple, though. Fact or fiction edition of This Week in Marathon. So let's start out. These are some conceits, some thoughts that either I have or some people out in the wilderness have of Mm. the Olympic marathon trials. I'm going to tell you with my expert opinion if they are fact or fiction. Here's the first one. Ultramarathoner Jim Walmsley will make the Olympic team. Been hearing a lot of buzz about this. He's interviewed mm. on Let's Run. Thinks he's in 210 shape. Of course, he's very good when the distance is 50 miles, 100 miles, 50K. Uh, it's not that. It's going to be a speed race for him, 26.2 <laughs> miles. Uh, he's only, now he did run 62.14 in a half marathon. However, it was about 300, meter, 300 meters short about a month ago. So that converts to way more than 62.14. <laughs> He's run 64 flat. Yeah. Fiction. He has no shot. We will not see him, I don't even think, after 10 miles. Okay, next one. Des Linden is the favorite in the women's race, despite only having the sixth fastest time in the U.S. each of the last two years. If you've been watching or listening for a while, you know that's fact. That's my opinion. Not everyone's going to share that. I love her on this course. <laughs> we move on. Galen Rupp is not the favorite because he hasn't finished a marathon since 2018. Fiction. That's very much fiction. Uh, Again, this guy's run 26.44. He's run 12.58. He's a bronze medalist in the marathon, a silver medalist in the 10,000. Come on, folks. Just ran 61.19. (laughs) Nike shoes will have an impact on who makes the Olympic team. I went fiction there. I know, a little surprising. I, I understand it. There will be Nike athletes, so you could argue, of course, that it has an impact. But I think we're going to see the fact that the runners that have established themselves in the past, pre all this Vaporfly, Alpha fly controversy, those are going to be the runners that we're going to be seeing up on the podium with a spot to Tokyo or Sephora or wherever we're running this race. <laughs> Next one. People will complain about how the shoes impacted the race no matter who finishes where. That's absolutely a fact. Literally every Nike Nike runner could finish last and somehow, some way people will say, Well, look at how they split this last mile. <laughs> There's no way they could have done this in regular trainers. All right, moving on. I will refer to the location of the race as Hot Lana. That's fiction. I will refer to the location of the race as ATL. That is fact. Just trying to get my cool terms out. Hot Lana, a little bit too far for me, ATL perfect, right in that race. Right T-I in that proof. range. Uh Galen Rupp will be in the pre-race press conference. That's fiction. We all would have wanted him there, of course, but he's not. Looked at the lineup. We've got Lyndon. We got Ward. Uh, Riley is Wait, you in there. The... It's up on the. It's on the USATF website. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got to go through all everybody else. I know Lyndon and Ward. Those are the two names that stand out. But I think there's some other top female marathoners. Right. So he's in not in the press conference. Uh, that's not what I'm. am seeing. He is not in the press conference. That is a. That is fiction. Yeah. We'll don't, see if that changes. Don't mean to
0: derail your segment, but really? That hey yeah that, yeah we got some time. Look, I mean for, how long? Uh, it's like a week before. They never announced who's in the press conference I, a week before. You would think, but let me just,
1: let's just hold on. This is on. why this is a good rough draft here. Let's Waiter. just, let's just hold on just a second. Uh, I've been home play. Mm-hmm. So, been is home there a media page? page? Yes, yeah. Kevin, there is a media schedule. We go to. I mean, to shout out to them. Marathon press conference featuring Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, which is a great name. Bernard Legault, Jacob Riley, Jared Ward, Scott Fobble, Kellen Taylor, Emily Sisson, Sarah Hall, Des Linden. No Galen
0: Rupp all right wait wow yeah we move on just you you stew on that for a second i'm thinking about that hmm wait so de- wait who are the women again sorry no you're good
1: you're good you're good uh kellen taylor emily sissons Sarah hall des linden okay i mean i'd want molly huddle there as well but okay that's yeah, yeah. not as big of a mission as yeah i mean i'm just big keisha lance bottoms yeah i'm excited to meet her, yeah who her her get her she get her picks That'll be good. That'll be good. That'll be a good clip. All right, we move on. This is the hardest team to make. Fiction, folks. Kenya's team is the hardest team to make. You literally have to write, like, a recommend, get a letter of recommendation and probably some bribe money. So, okay. Uh, Final two. Runners will complain that accommodations were lacking for qualifiers after the race. Of course, fact. That'll be articles. There'll be. You know, everybody complained about the sponges four years ago. Now the sponges won't be there. They'll they'll say that the, the sponges needed to be there. The hotel, my, my bathroom clogged the night before. Somebody will find a way to complain about this. And then finally, Lopez lemong will somehow interpret the results as a slight and call Paul Chalimo a chihuahua on Instagram fact. <laughs> okay, that was, my, that was my dry run. That was there. good. Yeah, I yeah. feel like
0: doing it twice will take it to the next level. Yeah. Mm. Um, I like the Lana versus ATL. Mm-hmm. I like the Atlanta Mayor reference. I don't know if you're actually going to do that in the final draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harder scene to make, yes. Sponges, a sponge reference was good. Real? Yeah, I don't really have any other notes. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's some other. I mean, last week I had a lot of notes, which is why I think you really tightened up the screws this week. I tried
1: to. You got to balance the jokes with the, the seriousness. You know, that's, all, that's always been my... Uh
0: yeah, well, you gotta have jokes too. You can't just like lead somewhere and then and yeah, it's got to be a punchline, which I think you did here. You you punch it up, Jim Walmsley. You want to talk about Jim Walmsley? We have uh, yeah. Let's take a moment
1: though to get a word from our sponsor, Hoka. Just kidding. Um, yeah, Jim nope. Walmsley, interesting Sprouts
0: Mesa. So Sprouts
1: uh, Walmsley. I've never seen him run in person. I know he's very good at ultra marathons. He says you know he's in two ten shape. Uh, a lot of people are gonna say they're in 210 shape and because we'll be at the press conference and we're gonna ask, you think you
0: can run 210? Yes, but he's or, not at the press conference, right?
1: No, he's not, okay. no. Either is Galen Rupp, uh, that's
0: fiction, like I said. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. You look at his like PRs from when he was in college and you're like, wait, are those even relevant now? Like he's approaching the marathon from such a different perspective. It, it's hard to figure I mean, out what the, he can do. I mean, he's one of those, uh, he's one of the rare ultra runners that has respectable. I mean, I don't want to say rare, but
1: he's got good track, good ish track 1352. PRs. Uh, right.
0: 2908. Yeah. So, I mean, the guy, that's, that's obviously, these are all eight years ago. And that's but, what I'm saying. I don't know how to, like, reinterpret him. I set the, Jason, and I talked about this yesterday in House of Run. I set the over under at 215. And he, Jason went slightly under. He thinks he's going to run like a 214. No, I would say two, I would I would pick north of 215.
1: Yeah. I mean, the guy's half. The best PR take. is 64 minutes yeah. in Houston. Yeah. yeah, he could be better a year later, of course. But 64 flat in Houston, come cool. on now,
0: folks. And he's been running ultras this year right. too, right? It's not like yeah. he's just peaking for or these last couple months. Not he, like I mean, peaking.
1: he ran this. I know it was a short course, but may, you know, he did run 62:14 on a course that was short by 300 meters. But I mean, Brian Schrader, a guy who we are not talking about at all for a shot to make the team, because I don't even know if he's running. Maybe he is. He ran 61:08. So
0: you're telling me in a half. I don't think he's running because I don't think he, this was going to be his qualifier, I think. I mean, you oh, could, okay. you could double, che- double check on that. But, I
1: mean, Walmsley... Well, he beat Jake Riley. Yeah, but, I mean... Oh, oh, yeah. They're in 13th. Yeah, that's not a good look for Jake w- R- Riley. Um, but, I mean, like, Matt McDonald ran way f- I mean, I just... Like, guys we're not even talking about. I mean, I know it's a full marathon, and obviously he's going to th- suit him much better than a half because that's, like, a basically a mile race for him at
0: this point. But, okay. come on.
1: No shot. No shot.
0: Interesting. Yeah, a lot of these guys are running...
1: But he, man, talk about media. Who's running press for Jim Walmsley? Yeah, they need
0: a raise. Who's ever doing that? Yeah. Uh, the the take I enjoy is uh, it's got hills, so Jim Walmsley's going to crush it. As if there, are, uh, Jared Ward just forgot to train on hills. I just, what, what? Who what are we doing here, folks? I mean, yeah. come on, come on. A, hard, a hard course impacts him too. It's not like he's immune to hard courses. I mean.
1: I just, I just, I I don't know. I don't get that. We, we, we do all, we make these mistakes of saying this person is so good at this one distance that he must be. Yeah. I mean, the only person I feel like that could translate, transcend about all distances from about 3,000 up to the marathon would be like Kipchoge. Yeah. Like maybe Kipchoge could still medal on the track. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean,
0: not Jim. Come on, folks. Jim Walmsley. No, it's ultra, it's ultra marathon. I mean,
1: all respect to the guy and for what he's trying to do, because this guy clearly has made a great career for himself and is one of the best ultra marathoners. Um, and for him just being out there and kinda of putting himself
0: out there and making himself vulnerable that deserves a lot of respect but what's the equivalent? Is it like someone a marathoner dropping down to a fifteen hundred? Because we would think that would be crazy. No, the too.
1: equivalent is Tim Tebow trying to make professional baseball work and Oh really? You think yeah, so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean it's it's it's, it's a totally different running. it's a totally different sport. It's a totally different sport. I mean he was talking about in his Let's Run, you know, interview like Sometimes running up a mountain at 12-minute pace is harder than a five-minute mile, and that may be the the
0: the, the case. But like, this you know, is
1: this is a different sport. This yeah, is one really thing. Different. Yeah, yeah. One thing <laughs> helps
0: you. Well, that's the thing. What's gonna happen when Rupp throws in a 450 mile and breaks things up midway? I mean, or yeah,
1: like a, or a 442 mile or yeah. something. I mean, yeah. Well, I uh, and going back to Rupp, I just every time I hear his name, I just think about how much better he is than the rest of this field. He's gonna smash everyone.
0: Just gonna smash it. Your picks evolved throughout
1: well, the Well he doesn't have to be distracted with my with my heaters in the press conference. He's gonna be totally zoned in. He's gonna be he's gonna be completely focused. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's took a pass in the press conference. I can I so
1: say this avoiding that Salazar heat.
0: yeah. Maybe uh, Meb should show up just for fun. I think mean, Meb should answer questions as if he's gonna <laughs> If Meb entered the race, what where would you pick him to finish? I'd I'd go I'll go first. Fourth. I mean he you, fourth. <laughs>
1: Uh, I wouldn't think top 20. I don't think he's, he's been running. But he, he was interviewed in New York, and he said, "I you know, I haven't put in any but of But if work. he
0: didn't know any of that, if he if he had just always said, oh, I'm training for the Olympic Trials Marathon, and so oh. he ran no races. If he basically was doing, like, what Amy Craig is doing. I, I would almost put him on the team. If he said he was yeah.
1: training for the race, yeah, yeah, I would put him on the team.
0: Yeah. This type of course? That's the power of Meb. Yeah,
1: I think so. I mean, I, listen, I know it's hard to run professionally as a marathoner for what what did he do 18 years or yeah, something it's yeah, yeah. just absurd couldn't could have squeezed a couple yeah more. yeah but I mean, come on he couldn't go go a couple more years uh no uh yeah I would pick him to make the team if he was still training yeah. uh, even at what what is he now 45 43 I, mean, I mean he's near Abdi and Legat right yeah those guys are young youngsters i mean Legat freaking was been in Kenya training away uh I'm going to be fascinated to see how those two guys the the Arizona Legends do Legat versus Mwangi who you got <laughs> That's a good question. Probably Walmsley. Really? Yeah, I don't. Oof. I don't
0: trust Lagat in the marathon. Disrespect. Yeah, I'm going with Bernard Legat. And again, if it comes down to the last 50 meters, money on Lagat.
1: Legat's going to kick down the like guy, nine guys.
0: The guy, <laughs> the guy can kick. He's going to do his Lagat face. Who are you picking
1: his... for fourth? Who are you picking for the, uh, the women middle?
0: or men? Uh just both. Uh women I'll go Hall. Yeah. Men, I, th- I mean I think. I Fobble is solid. Like he's going to be a top five guy. Yeah. It's just a matter of can he get in front of one of those other guys? Yeah. So I see him in, yeah. in fourth. That's I- not a crazy pick. Most people are going to pick. Those four. Yeah, 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 yeah. I,
1: I feel like something's gonna switch that up. I I think we, there there hasn't been enough action for us to to, to prove that. No, there's yeah, never Fobl, enough action. You're f- just talking about hypotheticals. Yeah, 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 also. yeah, 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 yeah. I feel comfortable with those two. I could see Craig, though in, in fourth uh, having a, a good race by her standards of where she's been and finishing fourth. And then and then yeah, I'm debating between career Fobble for fourth. So yeah,
0: Ooh. got it. All right. Yeah,
1: that's, that's it just for this one week's man's show. opinion. Yeah. No, it's actually two
0: men's opinion. Well. Don't listen to us. Yeah. Again, there's just so little data going into marathons. It's the yeah. like track We have a bunch of races to pull from.
1: Here's what I'm actually looking forward to in Atlanta, though, is we just got back from Albuquerque. You have a excellent radar for where to get food. You delivered when we were in Albuquerque, so I'm hoping for similar type things in Atlanta. I mean, Albuquerque is so easy because it's like, are you going to get Tex-Mex or are you going to, well, I mean, what are we going to call New it? Mexican. Mex- New Mexican. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess you can't want to call it that. Or are you going to get New Mexican food. I mean, it's basically the options there. There's yeah. other food, but that's what you want to get when you're there. Yeah, Atlanta, much more, uh, many more. Uh, I don't know how to say this. That's not somehow, somehow
0: inappropriate. Yeah, genres. We'll go with that. Flavors, options. Yeah. I already have a note. Stop. Oh, okay. I Good. started preparing about a month ago. for Excellent. This. So Excellent. I have actually more info. For this one than I did for Albuquerque. Well, excellent. But excellent. it's a bigger I'm city, excited. too. So it's, it's a little more a lot to get to. I've never been there either. Wow. Maybe we'll rent bikes like we did in Albuquerque. I'm
1: going to pass on that. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. I'm still recovering from that one.
0: Workout Wednesday with Wayne and Calati coming Whew. soon. Featuring Lincoln on the bike. Just. <gasps> <laughs> it wasn't yeah. Wayne breathing hard. No. Was Lincoln amazing. was falling apart. All right. That's it. Tomorrow will be me and Gordon. And then Friday will be Lincoln again along with Gordon. Yes. See, week. See you guys then.
1: All right. Bye.